We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, today we're talking about the difficulties, you know, the hard places. Have you ever even imagined that perhaps God is the one that actually brought you to the hard place? I know that doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem right, does it? But sometimes God does that. Why would God do that? Why would a kind and wonderful and amazing, compassionate, loving God bring us to a difficult place? Well, he wants to test us. He wants to test us to see what's inside of our heart. And why would he want to do that? He wants to do that so that we wouldn't rely on ourselves. And he wants to do that so that we would be mature that we won't lack anything so that our faith would be strong. And he says that again and again um, in scripture. And so we want to come to him, even though he brought us to that difficult place. Maybe it's a crisis of your marriage, a difficult place in your family or in a relationship or your finances, your health, even a, a health crisis. I know, you know, I've been through one of those and I think what, you know, chemo really Lord. <laughs> um, but, we get to these spots and that's where the Israelites were. And we've talked about that on the previous episodes. You know, the Israelites, they had a great victory. They've crossed the Red Sea. Their enemies are drowned and they're dancing, they're singing. And three days later, they have nothing to drink. The water is bitter. The water is sour. They can't drink it. And they complain and they grumble. And Moses is the one, (laughs) good old Moses, right? He cries out to God and God shows him what to do. And God shows him to put a piece of a tree into the water. The water becomes sweet. Such a beautiful picture of how God, when we respond to God and we cry out to God and we ask him for help and we don't rely on ourselves, he will show you what to do. And he'll bring, you know, really the tree is reminiscent, isn't it, of the cross, And on the cross, Jesus covered everything, everything that we could possibly need. And, you know, sometimes you say, Lord, I thought you had this situation under control. I don't know what to do. You know, and it says in James 1, 2, my my dear friends, my dear brothers, find it pure joy. Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. You know, our disappointments are hard, but they might just be God's appointment in your life you know if everything's always going well all the time it just produces a superficial living you know god he leads us because he has something good for us if we respond properly to the tests and it's in the depths of agony that we cry out it's the purpose of testing 
you know, God has a lot farther that he wants us to go. He, he wants us uh, to be mature. He knows that there is something in our heart that has to be dealt with. You know, when we, when we walk with the Lord, do we have pure joy in the midst of our trials or do we grumble or do we pray? You know, that, that is really the crux of what God is trying to get at. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I love the heart of God. So what should our attitude be? Well, you know, we have to, we have to see that we have to cease grumbling. We have to stop grumbling. We have to begin to pray, cry out, ask God for direction, then wait on him, and then allow him to give us the direction Follow that and then let him reveal himself in that situation. What we really want is to know God in the hard place. What we really want is to see God in the difficulty that God would reveal himself to us, not just stop at the experience, but to press in in the middle of the experience so that we can get to know him, you know, uh, who he is for that blessing, for that, for that revelation of who God is. You know, Jesus said in Matthew, come to me, all who are weary, all who are heavy laden. Maybe you are heavy laden with a a situation. He says, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. So we have to recognize that God knows all about it. And we, and that's the first thing we have to recognize. We have to come to him and recognize he knows all about this difficulty. He may have even brought us to this difficulty to test us and to help us to change. And number two, so we take our, all of our character defects, we take them to the Lord and and we say, God, forgive me. I repent. Lord, I, I, I was relying on myself. I was relying on my own knowledge, experience, strength, and ability. Lord, forgive me. I trust in you. And then by faith, we accept the cross. We, we have to, to receive the cross. You know, on the cross, he died for our sins. On the cross, he brought healing for our lives. You know, it says in, in 1 Peter 2.24, he says, by his stripes, we are healed. And as we rely on the cross, as we go to him and go to that cross, uh, we are free. We, we repent. We, we, get, we have forgiveness. We have hope. We have everything. And that is so good, isn't it? Let's read a verse in 1 Peter 3. It says, Blessed be God and our Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again with a living hope. A resurrection of Jesus from the dead. It's an inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled. It won't fade away, and it's reserved in heaven for you. You who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, it's ready to be revealed. So you greatly rejoice, even though now for a season you are heavy through many temptations. Know that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though tried in the fire, it might, that you would be found giving praise and honor and glory until the appearing of Jesus Christ. You haven't seen him, yet you love him. You haven't seen him, yet you believe in him. And you have joy, unspeakable joy, receiving at the end your faith and the salvation of your souls. 
So the trials, you're more precious, more precious than gold. So begin to thank God for whatever it is you need. That's the next thing is just to thank him. Say, God, I thank you for my job. God, I thank you for healing. I thank you for peace of mind. I thank you for direction. I thank you for the cross. And when we thank when we thank God, we're applying the cross. And when we thank God, we're being joyful. We're having the right attitude. We're not complaining. We're not grumbling. We're thanking him. And when we do that, it's like electricity. It will change our situation. Grumbling is unbelief, but praying and thanking, that's faith. You know, Moses, he just cried out to the Lord. And God wants you to cry out to him. We want to respond properly to God, not superficially, honestly to God. You know, we want to do the things that God expects us to do, to lead respectable lives. And it's in the depth of our agony that we cry out to him. You know, it really, sometimes just be ready because the greatest victories, then they can prepare you for a great testing. They don't mean that a victory. Maybe you've had just this incredible victory but it doesn't mean that you're never going to be tested. No, it means that God gave you a victory. Now he might test your heart so that you're prepared, so that you are prepared to be mature and to grow. So the question isn't whether we're going to experience times of testing and difficult times and hard places, but how are we going to respond? God wants to, to show himself to us. He wants to be close to us and he wants to heal us. He wants to redeem us. That that's that is really the plan that God has for each and every one of us. You know, Jesus, he became a curse on that cross. He took the bitter things. He took the hard things on that cross that we might have all of his blessings and his salvation and his hope. And we just have to talk to him. It says in first Peter two twenty four that he bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin might live for righteousness and by his stripes, we are healed. I mean, Jesus actually became sin. He actually was wounded that we would be healed, that we would be right with him. And it was through that cross that this healing came healing from sickness, healing uh, from all the difficulties. God wants to be your healer. He's our doctor. I love in Malachi three, six, he says, I'm the Lord and I don't change. And in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same. You know, it's easy to think, okay, the story you shared, Jennifer, yesterday about Moses, about the Israelites, about, about Moses' act of faith, putting the wood into the water, making it sweet, all of that was yesterday. Moses was yesterday, God. You know, you think about that. But no, Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus is the same yesterday. Yeah, all that that happened in the Old Testament, that was yesterday. But today and forever. You know, forever, you're like, okay, well, one day I'll get to go to heaven. One day I'll get to meet God in heaven. That's forever. Awesome. But what about today? He's the same today. (laughs) He has hope for you today. God is the same for you today. I love one more verse for you, Acts ten thirty eight. It says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. You know, God, he allows people to come to a place of need like he did at the waters of Mara so that they could receive him and, and ha- be healed and delivered and whole. And that's what God 
has for you today. Why don't we say a prayer and ask God, let's ask God for the right attitude in the face of our difficult test, in the face of our our, our hard spot and our hard place. Here's the proper attitude. You know, maybe God permitted it. Uh, God has a purpose in it. I'm not going to grumble. I'm going to, I'm going to pray. I'm going to have an act of faith. I'm going to wait on God. I'm going to allow him to speak to me. I'm going to let him show me the revelation of him, of who he is and what he has for me in this situation. And I'm going to do that today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God doesn't rest. God is with you. Lord, I thank you for today. Give us the right attitude, the proper attitude, even in the bitter water. We, we forgive us, Lord, for complaining. Forgive us, Lord, for our frustration. Forgive us for grumbling. Lord, we want to be close to you. Help us to see you in all of this. Lord, we need your healing. We need your deliverance. We need your provision. We need your direction. Would you come? Come with your Holy Spirit and show us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, I keep thinking of that song. It says, they shall behold him. Just behold him today. Be with him, even in the hard times. He loves you. He's with you. He's testing your heart. (laughs) Oh, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. Have a great guest coming up. Don't go anywhere. 